Hey, welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. My name is Dinah Vargas. Riding with me today on on Off the Cuff is Allie Enega. What's happening, Allie? Hey, how's it going? Good, Glad good. Glad to be back. Yes, we got part two today. It was to be continued yesterday. It was such a hot conversation yeah. about free speech with Bud Shaver. It's under attack in Albuquerque. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's across the nation, but it's heavy-handed it's here heavy, in Albuquerque. Very heavy-handed. Yes. Welcome, so, Bud. Welcome, Bud Shaver from Bud. abortion-free New Mexico. So as we know... Our nation's founding fathers gave us documents such as the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and others. They, they had to lean upon this common understanding of law, government, social order, and morality. That understanding sprang from a common acceptance that we know today is Christian Judeo ethics, which is a system of moral and social values that originates in the Old and New Testament. So it's also the cornerstone of democracy. You mind and if I share a verse? Yes, please do. So we put out a new monthly newsletter, and um, our verse this month kind of talks about what you're saying. From Amos 5.15, hate evil, love good, maintain justice in the courts. Perhaps the Lord God Almighty will have mercy. So justice in the courts based on fundamental Judeo-Christian values is so important, not just for truth, but for maintaining you know, this form of government that our founding fathers set as the foundation of that. Right. For a reason. Right. Like a, a very and, specific, particular reason. Yes. Well, and our founding fathers were very much inspired by God to do it the way that they did. I mean, I feel personally that they were raised up specifically to put this constitution in place um, because there's nothing else like it. And it stood for over 200 years. Totally. So. And not all of them were were big God believers either. It was, but it, but it was a common understanding that certain things had to take place in order to have a free society, and among them is freedom of of speech. Like it's number one for a reason because because we should not be afraid to speak out or speak up, mm. uh, in particular against the government, who is there, you know, to represent the people, but. Not everybody follows the rules, it seems like. And the thing about people that claim that there should be no judgment, a lot of times they judge our founding fathers based on current day culture and things where we don't have to realize, that, you know, our founding fathers came out of their own time, culture, mm -hmm. and, and things. And so what they established here in America was like, not just revolutionary, but groundbreaking in the sense that, you know, you had monarchies and you had different even... Uh, religious institutions that dominated nations where in America they said, look, you know what, we're, we're going to make sure that we maintain and protect where government doesn't infringe on our religious freedoms, but at the right. same time, you know, giving everyone equal standing with free speech. I mean, that was the first amendment they put in there because it's right. like, because it's the most important, it's the most important and, and, and in a constitutional way, why free speech matters is because sometimes like on this radio station, free speech matters so much where, you know, maybe pulpits or teachers or schools or even in the halls of of, um, of government they're not talking about certain things 
you know, it's it's a way in which the people can get information they would get no other way. And so right, right here, we're, we're, the constitutional freedom isn't so that, you know, anyone can just say whatever they want to say, which they can, but so that the public will get a message they'll get no other way. That's why free speech is so important. Right. right. And, and one of the things that's happening right now in our legislature here in New Mexico is they're taking away our free speech because they've closed down. They nobody can carry a gun right on. You have to be vaccinated. You have to wear a mask. And so you cannot go to the roundhouse and and um, stand up for your rights. You have no free speech. And even when you get on the Zoom links with them, if they don't like what they're saying, what you're saying, they'll cut you off. Mm. And and it, that is a travesty right now. I mean, it's not just here in Albuquerque with the case we talked about yesterday. It is all over this state and especially in our government they are keeping us from from they're doing what they want to do they are they're passing through their agenda like nobody's business and they are not letting us and now we have those districting maps that are taking away everybody's voice except for the dems and the progressives come on if they knew that the overwhelming majority of new mexicans agreed with what they did there's no way they shut the right house down in fact they'd be flooding everyone with their opinions because they say look this validates everything we're saying the fact they're doing just the opposite shows probably The New Mexican people probably are not happy with a lot of this stuff. And they would come and they would use their democratic process of letting the And they don't want them to use the democratic process because they don't really care. They don't care what we think. Totally, totally. So it's like everybody wants the free speech until until they get some speech that offends them. But beyond going to the roundhouse, Ali, to your point, uh, to to have free speech is to is to grieve is to bring our grievances to the feet of the government. Right. In the people's house. And that's the crazy thing. Nationally, like these people came back <clears throat> and they redressed their grievances and now they're terrorists. They're locked up in jail. Right. right. I mean, with like they're talking about extreme measures of torture. I mean, we yes. we had this American expansionism, like, you know, for whatever reason, we felt it was our responsibility to go police other states and nations. Well, guess what? We can't even we can't ha- we don't have that moral high ground anymore when we're having when we're treating our people in jail worse than Al Qaeda is in Afghanistan. I mean, that's totally. a crazy reality to say that America has now stepped into this bounds where what we're doing to our own prisoners is where why we waged wars at other times in our history. So it's like, you know, we're in a different difficult position right now. And there needs to be a lot of self-examination. Totally, right? totally. And a lot of these people that were locked up, I mean, these Americans for exercising fundamental rights, right. like literally trespassing was, was sort of the charge. Right. Like, and they're being held and tortured. I mean, they literally are. Right. I, I've, I've read a story and I heard a story. And so I keep I'm trying to keep up on this uh, quote unquote insurrection, uh, which the real insurrection happened on November 3rd. So but these people that are that just attended. There were there were people there that were in prayer. They were, you know, they were so excited to see the president. The president came late, maybe because he knew something was going to happen. Um, and they didn't even get that whole insurrection started before half the people that were at the rally with the president were, was there. Right. So they started coming. The ra- the insurrection, quote unquote, started before that, I mean, there's so much, but there's like 14,000 hours of video that people have submitted. So these people that just attended were getting arrested, even people that they had on facial recognition, over 900 people that I've heard of that have been arrested. Some of them have been set free. I mean, there was just a mom with her kids that had gone, busted down her door and took her 
the FBI. No, no warning. I mean, all she did was go. She wasn't even at the Capitol. And so, I mean, it's, it's a travesty. And, I, and I'm going to keep saying that because it really is. Our free speech is being taken away. It's like a lobster in a pot. We've talked about this before. That lobster, you put it in and turn on the water and it boils slowly. And that is what's happening. They're taking one little thing at a time. It's happening up at the roundhouse with our gun rights and um, with the abortion stuff. I mean, it one little thing at a time. Now, there's Chipping a gentleman. Away. You remember the, the guy who dressed up in the Viking garb? Mm-hmm. He has been in solitary confinement since the day they put him in jail, and he did nothing wrong. Well, what he about was co- invited in. In fact, he's on a record of so, saying right. we're here peacefully. In fact, he, he had yes. the Capitol Police leading him in. Some of these people were duped, too, right? They just oh, yeah. With the flow. But the cap- I mean, think about the this. Capitol these Police doors, let them in. Get in. These are like magnetically, like, like this is like a, a they like let secure them in. thing. I mean, they could, come on. You know, right. You didn't see images of people, you know, with like, you know, you know, like a raid. Yeah. The Ram battering rams. The battering battering rams. rams Yeah. No. 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 I mean, they were let in. And a lot of these people were like brought in over here. I mean, you know, it's like anyways, it's just. But the thing about it, going back to like how it how what the same kind of political leverage is being used in in New Mexico and our roundhouse. I mean, because we used to always do this, you know. Whenever you contact your legislator, you know, you have your send your emails out. The people that actually like send an email represent a huge demographic of people. Those That's who right. actually call represents an even bigger demographic of people. People who show up and testify represent a whole nother demographic of people. That's so right. The people that are showing up in Santa Fe represent a whole lot more right. than just the, that one person. We're talking about nationally a million people. Right. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people that showed up. Oh, yeah. Imagine how politically involved those individuals are. But like you said, they, they define capital grounds not as They'll, they'll make the general public think that these people are inside the Capitol building. When they right. talk about Capitol grounds, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of places where people to testify before Congress is Capitol grounds. Right. So these people, like, when they're cited for trespassing, they have no access to the Democratic right. process in Washington, D.C., which some of these people are probably highly politically motivated. Isn't it the Washington Hotel? I'm not sure, but it's right next to the Capitol. And that's where they, like, keep the witnesses. So that is Capitol grounds. And so, I mean, yes. Like so what you're saying is like, huge. Oh, no, I was terrorized. She was in a whole other building. Right. right. She was like, oh, no, I felt yeah. like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. Know, the rhetoric, rhetoric that she used. She used a disgusting rhetoric to act like she was assaulted physically. Right, and exactly. She was like, you know, not even in the same location. That this is. But anyway, they play those games. But I think like yes. Ali was saying, like in New Mexico, why it matters here is they're playing the same games here. Yes. Where, we ha- where they're shutting out the, the ability for the people to, once again, like you said, Dinah, address their redress of grievances. That's right. All this right. free speech just brings us to a point where we, the people, come to a point where the re- government doesn't represent us, then right. we have to have an avenue to redress our grievances in a way that, you know, can take pl- – and, and this is all peaceful, right? We're doing this peaceful – this is the peaceful solution. So they want to throw out rhetoric like insurrection. Yes. And right. Like, no, those people were using the peaceful method. You don't want – Storming the capital. Yeah. Shutting them down. Like it's almost like they're they're poking the bear. Right. They're, they're totally wanting more to happen so then they could cry that they actually are the victim. Like, oh, right, they, right. they did do this. Right. You know, like the bullies. Well, and they what about – until you fight back. What about the like, oh, no. fence that was put around our capital? Mm-hmm. That wasn't for coronavirus. That it was, was a chain link fence. The, yes. It was to keep the people out. I mean, Absolutely. On, you're a legislator and you're thinking all this crazy stuff. They're, 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 abili- they're, they're shutting down your ability to protect yourself. I mean, what message are they saying to, to elected officials? You know, it may, it may be to us, but it's also like, you know what? You're not going to be protected here. You better go with what we say. I mean, the fact is like, you know, create, I mean, 
gun-free zones, we always say that's where the criminals target. You know? That's right. right. Do you really want to create our roundhouse capital to be unsecure? Right. I mean, what are you saying to the legislators well, that it might actually not follow whatever policy you're saying? They so now some of our legislators are unable to carry. Yeah. And and uh, Stephanie Lord, right? I mean, she she is Second Amendment all the way. You know that. And is she not able now to carry a gun on on you know, this at the roundhouse. I don't even think yourself? she's allowed in the roundhouse. <laughs> Probably Because she's the only one with the dissenting <laughs> That's right. vote. That's vote right. Yeah. For the people. Right. So we got to take a quick break. We're talking about free speech, the Constitution of the United States of America, which makes us free. Even if you don't like the free speech, still got the right to say it. And so, in part... That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish, laying its foundation upon new government. Some people might think that's the right to revolution, but honestly, it's the right to vote all of those those crooks out. Yep. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ with Bud Shaver from Abortion Free New Mexico. Writing with me today is Ellie Enega. Be right back. You are the experiment when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 task force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Hello, New Mexico. This is Mario Montoya with Casa Montoya Realty. When it comes to buying or selling real estate, you need professionals that can guide and educate you through the transaction process. Casa Montoya Realty provides realtors that assist from start to finish, making sure that your real estate transaction is as smooth as possible. As the exclusive Homes for Heroes brokerage in Albuquerque, we are here to give back to our hero buyers and sellers. Call 505-681-3125 or email mario at casamontoyarealty.com to register and for more information. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Hello, Albuquerque. This is Becky from Beyond Borders Ministries here with an awesome opportunity for you to help some kids have a great Christmas. Beyond Borders is putting on the best Christmas party ever for children at risk in our city. You can help by donating your time and money. Contact me at beyondbordersministries.com and click on the support page. Again, that's beyondbordersministries.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's a next level conservative talk radio and it's not for the easily offended. I'm your host, Dinah Vargas. Writing with me today is Ellie Enega. What's happening? Hey. And in the house with us is Bud Shaver from Abortion Free New Mexico. And we're talking about free speech. Yes, we free are. Free speech. Free speech, as in American free speech. What makes this country great and what makes this country free. 
That's right. Welcome back, bud. Glad to be right with you guys, Allie and Dinah. Thank you. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> so it's amazing that the left, and, and, and I'm just going to point to the left because they don't like this free speech. They don't like when people come out against their narrative because a lot of times it's just a narrative. We were talking before the break, the storming of the Capitol, insurrection. It sounds like some Al-Qaeda terrorist kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like stuff that happens outside of this great country. And so they just, it seems like there's a big push to silence people. Yeah. And, right. It's, yeah. It's happening everywhere. It's not just, you know, I mean, we were talking about being at our capital, but it's on Facebook too. You know, I mean, it's too. on social media. And um, if they don't like what you say, Zuckerbuck came out and said, you know, yeah, they're just opinions. But they don't let people know it's just an opinion. So they do, they've do. they got these fact checkers that they don't like what you say. They just cut you off, put you in Facebook jail. They have hall, hall monitors say, oh, mm-hmm. we don't like that picture. And then they go and they put a little disclaimer on it, like with the COVID. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can't even post a, a photo. They got technology that can interpret what yeah. this photo now says. Because, you know, they don't have a million people. They're looking at every single post. They got a machine because right. it's man versus machine. And then all of a sudden there's a disclaimer. But then I remember they asked Facebook like five years ago, hey, do you think you could cut, you know, help with this child pornography uh, or pornography in general or child traffic or human trafficking? No. Nope. And then they said, oh, well, the Internet is it's too big for all that. Internet's just too damn big. But then say something about COVID-19 and... And you get an automatic message. You know, we do our research or go get the facts for COVID. And I'm like, I know the facts. Why do you keep putting that up? Every time I post something about COVID, there's a little blurb saying, go look at this. We, you know, we do our research. Vaccines are safe. And, and I'm just like, you know, how, how is it that you can do that, but you can't stop the sex trafficking? Absolutely. So if I could just tell a quick story. So yesterday I go to a convenience store and it's, it's, it's really early. It's like 530. It's locked because they probably don't have any employees. Mm-hmm. And there's, and like, and, and I mean, this is in, in a prominent place. Like it's in Old Town. Yeah. You know, it, it, it should be not with broken windows. It, the door is practically chained. There's like bullet holes up there, rock thrown down here. It's, it's just, it's crazy. So I said, well, I'll just walk over to the little um, store, neighborhood store right next to it to get a water. So I'm walking. There's a lady talking with the manager and like some other employee. And then she reads my shirt because my shirt read something. Free speech doesn't matter what. It's, it's a T-shirt. So she starts laughing and then she she says what's on my shirt. And I kind of stopped and I turned around and I was like, what? She, oh, I'm just reading your shirt. Okay, you weren't just reading my shirt, but okay. And then I'm just like, whatever, stand in line. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, oh, they're just all there laughing. Like, oh, we're going to wear this shirt, something like this. I said, what? free speech so then I'm outside and then I said I'm just gonna sit here a minute because I'm just like I don't even know what exactly happened so she walks out and I roll down the window I'm like hey um tell me what you're laughing at again because you weren't reading I mean you read my shirt but you were laughing because that 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 was your point that was your expression of your free speech so back to free speech you have the right to say whatever it is you want but there's consequences for it too that's right but but more to the point she wanted to exercise her free speech she was a liberal obviously she was and she wanted to exercise her free speech and be able to express herself even if it was laughing 
right? But not let you express but yours. But not, yeah. And that's the thing too. And then she immediately, sorry, hold on, turned around and walked right back in like a chicken. Mm-hmm. And then, so I got out the car and I went over there and I said, that's what you get there. See, because when you start doing stuff like that and somebody waits for you outside in the parking lot, not to fight, but just to talk. Right. Like with speech. And then immediately you turn around and, and like go back in. Right. Anyway, sorry, but what were you going to say? When they have their foundation crippled by truth, the only leverage they have after that is this weapon of offense. Like, I'm offended. Like, that is some now standing that they have that they can stand over you and say, well, hey, wait a second. You destroyed my argument, but now I'm just going to resort to offense to just destroy everything that you represent. Right. And it's like we're in that realm of offense that's just destruct, destructive of logic and common sense, and their foundations of truth are just so gone. They're now only waging this war of offense. And it's like, you know what? You have your right to be offended too, but let, let let's 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 use your definition of how we can't go too far with our actions right. and your offense. So right. you have to have your parameters around an offense too, and they can't use that to well, destroy everything. Here's the thing: they get offended at everything and you everything. Know, and I don't get offended very easily. Like this is not for the easily offended. Seriously. Like I say, if you're offended, keep listening. You might learn something. And that's it. You know, when you're offended, you could self-evaluate. I'm thankful that you offended me because now I can sit here and regroup and figure out right. maybe I'm wrong in my position and thank you for that. <laughs> right, right, right. Because it's free speech. Free right. speech should be allowed at colleges, which it's, it's not allowed. You have to fill out like a permit or something. Stand in this spot. And then it's just a little square and it has an X and then an arrow pointing free speech zone. You know, you only got the two minutes on the dais and then get the hell off or we're going to have to escort you off the campus. But campuses were founded on this free speech. Right. I mean, one thing we did before we were here in, in New Mexico is we actually toured the country going to colleges and universities. And it was so funny because Tara would always go up because we'd be polite and say, well, hey, we go to all the public universities. So we're, we're here. But we want to share with you what we have in our literature and our, in our information and give you a little heads up. But, you know, and find out where their free speech zone is. Because some colleges, their free speech zones were primo. Other places, they're like over the river and through the woods. So right. if they didn't like your message, they put you way over there. We'll so sometimes you. these colleges would shift us once they figured out our message was way over here. So I'm on the ground scoping out the highest traffic area mm-hmm. while they're telling Tara – you're over here in the woods, and they're like, Tara calls me, and I'm like, no, I found a really good place here. And they're like, no, no, you can't be there. And it's like, well, yes, we can. And sometimes right. in the little policies, we talk about right. MSC policies. Some of those policies, in the little fine print, it says it can't infringe on free speech activity. So the 99.9% of the time, they think they have standing. You realize that they don't, and they can mm-hmm. push you around. You say, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Right. They'd always try and get us with the whole trespassing thing, too, right. to figure out a way to, like, you know, technicality against us but guess what every time we got arrested for trespassing you're so cute we'd get you've been thrown <laughs> out you know so it's like you know throw that stuff out how many times you've been arrested oh you don't, oh, I don't know you I don't know <laughs> Tara's actually been arrested more than I'm gonna get Tara trouble but you know anyways but Go yeah Tara. we did all that stuff but guess what I mean you know, all these, you know, that's the thing about it, too, is in, in enforcement. You know, law enforcement right. has its place, but mm-hmm. there can be bad enforcement as well. And guess what? We have to be honest with that as well. Right. And sometimes, you know, on campus police, they're dealing with 99.9%. They're, they're appealing to, to administrators and stuff. Sometimes you can have law enforcement go in the wrong direction where we need to have checks and balances for that. But we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater either. Right. There are certain protections that are in place, like especially with APD here. I mean, they've been the right. savior of really Albuquerque, maybe the state, because they're not enforcing all these petty things in the pro-life areas right. we'd say well, wait a second you have authority but guess what don't enforce this if it's like killing a child then maybe these policies and these laws aren't important that's that's the thing about laws is that when it actually is detrimental to individuals those laws are null and void right you know and so sometimes we have to get this balance maybe our culture is going through that even with law well, enforcement. yes and i'm i'm thankful for 
Albuquerque police because I, you know, I've, I haven't worn a mask in a really long time. Um, and they're not enforcing. Right. Right. Which is a good thing, you know, because that's part of my free speech. No, yeah, you right. know the businesses, man. If they had law enforcement on their side, man, they'd be arresting everybody. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally, you know? totally. Because they're people out, and you're like, no, no, sorry. You're like, like, really? I'm an American citizen. I have a right to buy food. Like, right. no, no, no. Like discrimination laws about cult, about you know color of skin and gender. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, wait, based on the fact I want to wear a mask? No, I'm an American citizen. You can't take away my right of commerce. Right. Like, no, how dare you? In fact, right. they should be sued when these stores and these businesses act that way. But unfortunately, they feel they have leverage and the policing of, 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 of all these bigger corporations. They're mm-hmm. afraid of their livelihood. I so I can understand right. that. But once again, we have to fight for the things that make America, America. And these businesses are going to get shut down eventually, right? You so, have to fight for your right to be free. To be free. There you go. To be free. To, to have be free. a little bit of speech. So I was talking with a policeman um, yesterday, mm-hmm. one of my one of my borrowers, um, one of the people that I signed with. Anyway, we, so we were, we were having a conversation, and he said, "Well, I'm getting a part time job. He, he's on police force." Um, but he's like, I'm getting a part-time job with IPS because they are now taking over what APD can't do. So, Such um, as? International Protective Services is now um, big corporations. Um, they're actually doing the security now instead of having the police come. And so if like there security are... Like security where? Like in parking? Like at Walmart. Let's just oh, yeah. let's, let's say Walmart parking lots, right? So IPS is coming in and they're doing the shoplifting arrests. Well, I kind of feel that, you know, places like Walmart and all of these, you know, other big box stores and stuff, I don't think they should be using public resources like police officers. Right. I think that's, I mean, just because, because here's the deal. So let's say there's a law enforcement there, mm -hmm. like APD, like public servant. And then somebody goes in there, robs the place, has a gun, this, that, whatever. And then cops on scene because that's his post and he's there to provide security. But he's really a law enforcement officer. Gun battle happens. Cop kills this guy. Now, all of a sudden, we as taxpayers are on the hook for for what is really the store's problem and not a public safety Issue. Uh, you know, right. issue like like for those reasons, I have issue with it. Right. But then so, I also think administration wants to demolish everything to the point that we have to privatize everything. everything. And then five years later, we're like, oh, Mita, mm-hmm. uh, look at the private prisons. All of these corporations are pulling out because guess why? Because the moment it becomes private, mm-hmm. you're now a commodity. Every single bed has to be filled because that's where the money comes from. Right. So that, good point. But also in the whole defund the police, who's the first one that calls the cops? The people that want to defund. And the thing about it is with law enforcement and security, we dealt with all that stuff Mm -hmm. and and doing free speech activity. Like there's an avenue of accountability within law enforcement that's good. I mean, they want to cite all these little teeny issues that happen. I mean, imagine if you're dealing with crazy gun slinging, you know, Mm -hmm. just you know, whatever, individuals on a day-in-day-out basis, they always ex- take these extreme cases. But there's a lot of accountability when it comes right. to law enforcement, which right. may not be, you know, in, in other venues. But unless we can get those places with the same amount of accountability and liability and right. stuff like that, then maybe it can minimize some of these, um, you know, cases that they, they always want to blow up and make this big thing to, like, stigmatize right. an entire unit of police right, like, right. Might, there might be a bad apple and guess what they have the bounds and, and the means by which they get rid of that mm-hmm. and in fact when you're dealing with like 
we talking about law enforcement all across the country. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's very minimal. Right. Well, and I can tell you right now, social workers are not trained to handle some of the things that our police officers are. And and they want to send out a social worker first without a gun, without a knife or whatever. But, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're sending, yeah, yeah, you know, we, it's we like victims to the to the slaughter. We basically. get on the sidewalks and stuff. Sometimes the last person you want to deal with is some like political, some administrative assistant or somebody. Right. They think right. they have so much power. I'm like, no, thank you. I'd much rather deal with law enforcement. Right. <laughs> yes. Because these people can get very aggressive. Right. And right. it's like, oh my goodness. And rude. Once again, I don't think they have the accountability you know, and right. so they just think they can just do whatever they want or they're beholden to a big corporation that gives them lots of money. Of course, it's in their best interest. Of course to, it is to remove you or to right. eliminate you or that's the job. Right. or sometimes it's just you're their problem in that moment. And they just need to get rid of the problem. Right. Like, no, well, and here we have the, the law now that anything under a thousand dollars, you know, you don't prosecute. So that keeps the cops from having to go to shoplifting cases. Right. And it, Stealing is stealing. I don't care if it's a candy bar or, you know, a TV. I mean, I was seeing people walking, trying to walk out of Walmart in a cart with a TV. They're like, where's the receipt? Well, I don't have a receipt. We'll go pay for it. You know, I mean, it's good that they have the people there to watch. But, you know, little items walk out all the time. And and nobody's taking responsibility. That's a huge part of what's wrong with our our society today is there there are children that are being taught oh it's their fault it's not your fault so they're they're putting the blame on other people and that you know i mean it starts with our kids we need to teach our kids the basics you know of of right and wrong no stealing no killing no you know i mean and you know, I mean, I could go on and on yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, These are principles in which every man of every faith can embrace. And so they're probably not doing the the shoplifting thing because they're arresting butt and terror over there for free speech. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're, no, that's, no, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, it, it's like they're targeting the wrong things. Right. You know, we so got a freedom we talker. We got a freedom talker at Uh-oh. Coors and Central. We need all patrol cars there immediately. <laughs> we got somebody with a sign that says we believe in God. You know, the scary thing is once again placing our lives at risk. When they use this rhetoric like mm-hmm. insurrection, mm-hmm. that places people on high alert. So they used to do that with us back in, you know, pre our time here in New Mexico. In fact, that's why there was a lot of opposition to us by these radical fringe groups like Progress Now calling us like terrorists. They used that rhetoric against us early on because mm-hmm. just being pro-life and being an activist, all of a sudden you're some terrorist, right? But that, when law enforcement had to deal with us, imagine if they're thinking they have to deal with a terrorist. Imagine their protocols are now heightened. That right. places our lives at risk when they throw these like these these things out there right. that are completely unsustainable. So you're you're standing there talking and and using your right to free speech, and a cop shows up, assuming because they've been told it's a terrorist activity. Or, so they're on heightened alert. Or worse, or worse, we found that the the abortion clinics, like UNM's clinic, they move. We got them to move because they're in a residential area. It was actually probably the. Um, um, the little, you know, uh, what do you call it with the, um, the housing association. Okay. Finally said, HOAs, you, you, yeah. HOAs, they probably, it was a, that they were like getting too many problems. So they kicked that business out. They forced them to move at Yale where they were at now. But anyways, they had, they had filled the security with all kinds of stuff saying we're terrorists. So th- the first time I interacted with this guy, he was like, good thing he wasn't packing a gun. Cause he would have shot me. Right. But you know, good thing I had like a little free coffee thing. I'm like, Hey man, we can, we can buddies. We're like buddies, you know, after, but he was on such heightened alert. Right, because they had which makes in. it dangerous for it, you. It was dangerous for me, you know, because they had gotten into the situation. So I think some of this rhetoric, you know, is is dangerous. But guess what? Where there are cases where true violence is taking place, you're saying where true shoplifting, that's what we need to 
push our energy to because our right to protect ourselves isn't just for our own life but property right and having right. your own property and be able to sustain your own livelihood right that's worth protecting too and that's if right try to dismantle that and they are they're dismantling the family unit as well i mean family is is tantamount to god i mean god loves families right i mean what better than to have a mother and a father who love and care for their children right and and love and care for each other and if they can destroy that which they started in the 60s and and now um our government has taken over the family unit if you if you really think about it it really has well but what is the strongest unit and that that's the family unit well and I, and it was probably going on long, you know, long before the sixties. Yeah, but it came into law oh, in okay, the sixties. So basically, so like even that sitcom, and and this is beyond free speech, but you know, maybe maybe it is speech. Maybe it's that um, that idea of seeing something and then it being implanted into your mind as ideal, or uh, they skew it in such a way that they're pushing circles into squares. But that uh, that sitcom, Good Times. With yeah. JJ, yeah. So originally, that script was written without a father, but the whoever played the mother was like, "I'm not doing that because it, role. because it was super important that the male was in mm. the family because a lot of times to get housing and things like this, the father couldn't be there for whatever reason right. to get food stamps or something like that. You have to almost you have to go in there gaming the system, whether you know you're you know you got the family unit or not. That's right. And then we look. Well, that's what I'm talking about. No, no, I get it. I get it. And fast forward to, you know, today there's a thousand little examples of those. But look at APS. Now, all of a sudden, they're teaching your kids like, hey, you can do anything in the world you want to do. And if you don't like that, you can now be anything you want to be. And let's not say mom and dad because it offends the ones that don't have a mom or dad because then they're like, well, I don't have a dad. I don't have a dad or a mom or whatever. And it does not stop there because then they're perverting our children into thinking, right. you know, that they're, uh, they're, there's such a thing called like pansexual. And then, uh, and it sounds like one thing, but it's really not another. Otherwise, they would call it bisexual. Right. See what I mean? And then this transgenderism. Right. And then, and then I mean, I mean, do you remember as a child, like I remember like building a fort and thinking I was... So I was a thousand miles away in some other continent or something like this plane. So we just further uh, encourage these kinds of behaviors, not us, but the school, because they really right. do want to destroy this family unit. Exactly. Because that is what is the strongest. Right. The thing about it is, is like who best is going to have the best interest of your child than the parent. Right. And who's going to, and that's the thing about free speech too, because I'm a free speech absolutist. You find the left, they're not absolutist. They no. just want to protect their speech because they understand the weaponization right. of speech is right. important in propaganda and rhetoric. They want to use that. Oh, prop propaganda right. is just a useful, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a message, sustained message, but rhetoric is a useful art of propaganda to get your point across. But guess what? And in free speech absolutism, it's important for us to check and balance speech right. and ideas. And right. who better to do that than a parent to their child than putting Absolutely. them in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a propaganda, you know, machine right which right. our public schools have become absolutely there's no checks and balances on their speech and when you want to come right. in and check their their speech no they don't want you doing that right they're not free speech absolutists they want only their message and their speech because they understand the weaponization of, of right of, of it's okay for me but not for you is always is also is also a very 
dangerous and and once again like this powerful tool so that's why it's so important in the realm of america we said no we need to have a free and open society not just for business not just for economy but for speech so guess right. what i can put my speech out there we're doing it right now someone can also can put their speech out there and then guess what you the public you the listener can decide for yourself right what you want to agree with and guess what you might find that what I'm saying you want to take or what someone else is saying you take. But that's, once right. again, a free and open society. That's why free speech and having platforms for everyone to have their position out there so that we can come to the best decision for us and right. our country. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you found this, Dinah, when you were running for office. But, you know, I would state my opinion or my platform and I would have people debate with me. And as soon as I gave them a good, you know, counter debate on it they they would get angry and start yelling because you know you can't when you face the truth or when you when you are giving somebody the truth when you're talking to them and they can't counter it what do they do they get mad at you they yell they cuss they call you really nasty names because you're telling the truth and they can't accept it and it's okay for them but it's not okay for us you know, and I mean, it was really hard to see that. And my eyes were opened to quite a bit about how it is our free speech rights are so divided. We want everybody as conservatives or who, you know, we want everybody to be able to say what they want. And I don't get my feelings hurt. If I get offended, that's my problem. That's my fault because I'm offended. And don't make but, your problems our problems. Right. You know what right. I mean? Sort of like that. Because speech is offensive sometimes. I mean, you, I mean, I mean, I've said some stuff before where I'm like, wow, did I really say that? Right. I wonder who I who I made mad with that. And then the next day there's there's a thousand emails saying how cute and adorable I am. They didn't say that, but they said the opposite. <laughs> but you yeah. catch my drift. Yeah. So so free speech isn't hate speech just because you don't like it. Free speech is just free speech. But there's also consequences to that because, you know, you you want to be able to balance speech like the way Bud was saying where where you can then go and think about it for yourself and figure it out. Right. Like if, if there was some, you know, claim that somebody was making over, like pull your kids out of the Albuquerque public school system because they don't pervert their minds like this over and over. And then everyone pulls their kids out. Well, now what? That would be irresponsible. It's still free speech, still protected, but it'd be irresponsible without having some sort of uh, homeschool your kid in a box sort of pathway, you know, right. at, as somebody using free speech. It's like yelling fire in a theater. Well, and then right. th that would be illegal. Illegal. Right. Yes. But the other one wouldn't. It, right. would, it would be protected right. under free speech. But it's the same speech. kind of thing. Right. Right. Because you're not giving them the solution or the option. Right. Kind of. But but fire, I think I think that's when it poses a danger to people because then everybody gets up and runs out and you could kill somebody or something right. like this. But everybody getting up and running out of APS without a solution, too. Right. Right. And I wish know. they would all yeah. get up and run out of I, APS. You know what? I'm going to save too. yourself. Like you said, free speech is, you know, right. like at the founding fathers, once again, here's your republic. Can you keep it? And right. we're in that realm now. Right. We are. Second. We must keep it. We are. They fought. And so much, that's why we respect our veterans. That's why we respect law enforcement. Mm -hmm. They put their lives on the line every day. Mm -hmm. you know, how is it in America now that free speech, like, or even doing, you know, pro-life advocacy, or even on the radio, you're putting your life on the line. Totally. To fight for the right to have free speech. And now it's become dangerous and weaponized yeah. in America. Well, totally. This is our republic. Can we keep it? This is our free speech platform. Can we keep it? So, I'm... I'm Dinah's got her pocket constitution right here. Yes. And I mean, this is one of the most important documents that's ever been written next to the Bible, I think. 
Okay. And well, Constitution comes from the Bible. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But um, there was a, um, a man, a prophet back in the 1830s who said that one day that the Constitution would be hanging by a thread and it wouldn't be the government that saves it. It will be we the people. And I think this is part of the reason why it starts, we the people, because we are the ones that have to do it. And if you're sitting on your butt and yelling and complaining about it, um, yeah. you, you know, you're not doing something. And that takes us right back to this case that, that we talked about yesterday. Um, this woman, uh, Rebecca Hampton, what if she had decided you know, sometime down the road that she wanted to run for office. Now she's got this this little, you know, thing against her that they, they're they going to want to bring up and say, well, you were reprimanded for free speech. You oh, know? there was one time your ethics were called into question. Yes. By, what's the guy's name again? Joaquin Baca. Wa- Joaquin Baca, who's elected, also a director, probably had somebody type that up for them because that's just the way it goes because nobody really files an ethics complaint unless unless somebody's asking you to do it like a puppet law school so i mean i don't know oh he went to law school he graduated he says on his bio that yeah Ah, whatever that means yeah but still really you you i mean you're gonna go through all that effort for a couple of signs from people that were affected by it does he know deb holland okay never mind we know he runs in circles story. with Linda Lopez and Brian Colon. Yeah. So then probably. Yeah. So yeah. he probably knows Deb Holland. But I'm, I was making a joke that she never took her forever to pass the bar. Right? I don't think she's passed the bar. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, 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 no seriously. No, she passes the bar quite a bit and she gets DUIs afterwards. Stop it. <laughs> Isn't that a lot of people like Pat Davis? Yeah, like yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Pat he's Davis. He's throwing against the cops, and he's, like, shooting people. It's like, what in the world is going right. on with these people? And then I think, I think uh, the person he shot, the person, was black. Was black. Was black oh, mm, no. a person of color? Well, yeah. The thing about it too is like once again, like sometimes when we fight for the right of pro-life speech, but also we fight for the women, right, who right. have been subjected to abortion. Like like Tara or I, we would never step foot into an abortion clinic. But guess what? We're fighting for the women who would. And right. guess what? Some of this weaponization that we're talking about infringing on our, they want to weaponize against us. But imagine being in a party that has all these tyrannical things, that can be used against them. So we're protecting and or fighting against a lot of these MFC or different regulations. These petty things, like we said before, is that the greatest of intentions of mice and men often go astray. But guess what? Here, in these cases, it could be used against these very people. And so sometimes us fighting for them and standing up for rights also right. could be a, bet, a good thing for them. Yeah, totally. So we got to take a quick break. We went a little over that last segment, but it's free speech. Like it's it it definitely warranted extra airtime. Right. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. We're in the house talking about free speech. Alianaga and Bud Shaver from Abortion Free New Mexico. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. 
Hello, New Mexico. This is Mario Montoya with Casa Montoya Realty. When it comes to buying or selling real estate, you need professionals that can guide and educate you through the transaction process. Casa Montoya Realty provides realtors that assist from start to finish, making sure that your real estate transaction is as smooth as possible. As the exclusive Homes for Heroes brokerage in Albuquerque, we are here to give back to our hero buyers and sellers. Call 505-681-3125 or email mario at casamontoyarealty.com to register and for more information. Hello, Albuquerque. This is Becky from Beyond Borders Ministries here with an awesome opportunity for you to help some kids have a great Christmas. Beyond Borders is putting on the best Christmas party ever for children at risk in our city. You can help by donating your time and money. Contact me at beyondbordersministries.com and click on the support page. Again, that's beyondbordersministries.com. New Mexico's violent crime rate is skyrocketing and the murder count in Albuquerque is at historical highs. Yet judges have released many of hardened criminals. Many are violent repeat offenders back onto our streets because of loopholes created by recent bail reform measures. If you want a safer New Mexico, go to the website mañanamejor.com. Get involved. Do it today. That's mañanamejor.com. You are the experiment when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 task force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's a next level of talk radio. There's nothing else like it in all of New Mexico. Wow. I'm in the house today with Ellie Inigo. What's happening? Welcome hey, back. Hey. Bud Shaver from Abortion Free New Mexico. We're talking about free speech. Hey, hey. How you doing? So what are we talking about? We're talking about free speech. What is free speech? What's hate speech? What's, what's offensive speech? Uh, good questions, because anything that you say nowadays is probably hate speech. Well, depending who it comes from. Right. That's right. You exactly. It against, hey, there's hate speech, but whenever yeah. we get true hate against us, oh, no, 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 that's not. Right, that, right. Yeah. That's well, it's like the riots last year. Yeah, it was fine. It was the summer of love. Protest. You know? Summer of love. It's the summer. It's yeah. burned down the city. Yes. Summer of love. And then, and, yeah, and then, but. The yeah. insurrectionists. So we had an organization called Protest ABQ, and that was all peaceful. Right. And now they've weaponized protest to where people are thinking it's like, you know, destructive. It's like, no, no, no. Right. Protest isn't fundamentally, it's protected because it's right. nonviolent. But when you're talking about violence, you're in a whole other realm. That's not protest. Right. That's, you know. No, we've actually had to put on our flyers, this is a peaceful protest. And mostly because you can't just meet. You couldn't during the whole pandemic thing, this whole Never mind. Um, you could not meet at, say, a restaurant and, and, and talk about stuff. You had, you, you, but you could protest, right? So our governor was like, no, you can't meet as a family. You can't meet as a group. You can't meet together, but you can protest. So we started putting on our flyers. It's a peaceful protest. So, um, and just so that we could exercise our free speech. 
So basically, I believe people were complaining because there was all these protesters. It's supposed to be social distancing. You're supposed to be at home on lockdown, on house arrest. It's it, it's, it's like we're, you know, doing mm-hmm. life without parole here in New Mexico. And they said, oh, but they, they were exercising their constitutional rights. And right. so everybody said, oh, okay. So they started doing that, conservatives, and then it, and then it became a problem. Right. Well, as long as you're tearing down New Mexico, apparently, right. from the Democrats, you can do that. But when you actually want to peacefully protest, no, you can't do that because it's tearing down their strongholds, right? Right. They don't mind the, and then like this Jacob Candelaria guy, he's been in the news lately, but he was he was marching with these people who were very destructive and right. saying that he was going to like bail them out and be their lawyer. He's not wearing a mask. All the contradictions, right, right. with these people. Right. And then all of a sudden, when you want to do a peaceful protest, oh, no, you can't do that. You want to destroy our city. And here's... New Mexico businesses, right? And it's like, who's gonna who's gonna advocate for them? No, they can advocate for the people destroying it, but they're not. Gonna, you're not gonna have no advocate um, defending you and your business. These high powered lawyers, when it comes to actually tearing down or rioting, is the correct term. They've equated protest with you want to riot, you can do that. You want to protest, no, you can't do that. Right, <laughs> right, right. So back to Jacob Canaladia, you know, he he was exercising his free speech and. But that that speech got him in trouble because when he started talking about the governor, she didn't like that too much, told him to shut up. And he said, I'm not going to do it. And then it became like some sort of diva war. Right. Mm -hmm. And then so he says, I'm going to change my party affiliation. He didn't really change his party affiliation. He said, I'm I'm, going to switch from Democrat to decline to state. So now you're on the fence. Right. It's not changing party affiliation. It. It's saying that you still want to be a Democrat, maybe, or you just don't want to say that you are. He was just trying to prove a point. It's like it's like when people say, oh, I want green chili on the side. There's no green chili on the side. You either want it on or off. Right. Like we're not putting it in the little cup and putting the lid on it so you could piecemeal it onto your burrito. It's either on the burrito or off. You either. This like is it? Jacob Candelaria. Right. He's like, can I have the chili on the side? It might be too hot for me. Well, we can give the benefit of the doubt in some ways. I mean, as far as advocating against I won't. redistricting, Just that's another purpose of free speech. Maybe he's right. realizing areas in his own party that have problems. See, that's, right. that's the good thing. It's not a right. bad thing when right. chaos happens sometimes. No, a lot no. of times we call a lot of us stuff that we do organized chaos. You know, chaos is life. Yeah. And things bring out and reveal things that you would not know any other way. Kind of like free speech. Right. You would not know any of this stuff any other way, any other platform to be able to get it. So, you know, we can hope that through the process of life and growing and maturing and mm-hmm. utilizing free speech and seeing how the different parameters around us really are, maybe like the Democratic Party, maybe that's going to shake them things, some things out and maybe we'll have allies in different areas and yeah. we should utilize those allies, right? Well, you know, thing. I'm seeing more and more people um, moving to the middle and, and saying, well, I don't want to be affiliated with either party. You know, why do we have to be affiliated with a party? I mean, it's putting labels don't you think? Well, yeah, in New Mexico, so, the way that it is, you do have to register with one or two parties in the primary process, and that's right. an important process. And it is us. an important process. We found I that agree. really with the candidates is that you know to be engaged in New Mexico for good or bad, we can have our beast with stuff. But at the end of the day, we kind of have to be like, well, this is how it is. Let's utilize the avenues that we have. And some sometimes that's what we find with people that we re- we reach as we're trying to do voter registration for candidates. Like, no, it's so important for you to register as a Republican, right? And we'll show the different ways. If this is how you really, if this is what the Democratic Party does, that really represent you. You'll You'll find so many people with our conservative values saying, no, this, they don't represent us. Right. So totally. it's like, well, this is the party right now, especially in New Mexico, especially right. when it comes to the issue of life, especially when it comes to the area of being against a lot of these uh, lockdowns and right. mass mandates. They are the party that you want to be in. And guess what? Register as a Republican so you can be a part of the process. Because guess Absolutely. what? If you don't, you're not going to be, your voice isn't going to be. Is never going to be heard. Be heard. So it's, you know, yeah. it's this fine line that we all have to do. And guess what? If you have a beef like us, we had a beef initially with the Republican Party in New Mexico. Yeah. But guess what? 
we took it upon ourselves to be engaged. And now let's like our country, right? Yeah. Let's create a country and a civilization that represents our values. Does the Democratic Party really represent your values, New Mexico? Yeah. If not, then guess what? Be a part of the party or put yourself into the process where you can help shift it, mold it, shape it into who New Mexico really is. And right now, for good or bad, the Republican Party is kind of taking on that mantle uh, for the people. Yeah. And guess what? If you have They're a doing a good Republican job Party, right now. Join the Republican Party and be a part of shifting and shaping that party. Even if it's just to exercise your First Amendment right to send a clear message to the Democratic Party that they have overstepped and we as New Mexicans have outgrown the Democratic Party of New Mexico. Right. Because to this day, they are still blaming Donnie. Right. But they've been in charge the last 90. We'll call it 100. It's been longer. Right. Than, than, so they're putting everything. It's on, been longer than I've been alive. Right. Yeah. They're putting everything on Trump. Yet we're still 50th. We're st- we've been that way for years and years and years. We'll call it dead last. Yeah. Dead last. And and our governor wants to keep it that way. I really feel that she really does want to keep it that way. I mean, if you look what she's done and I'm I'm putting together a timeline of all of the crap that and she's we're gonna done. We're going to break that out. And, and we are going to break it out in the new year. So um but I'm putting together that timeline and I was watching um, her Facebook posts. I, I follow her. But anyway, I follow her because I want to see, you know, she's doing this uh, 12 days of what I've done for New Mexico Christmas, you know, and you look at it and you're like, uh, yeah, how is that helping New Mexicans? You know, you've stomped on small businesses. I mean, I know personally um, several businesses that, are, that have gone under and will never come back family-owned businesses that have been around for years and years. 350 restaurants in New Mexico have closed their doors permanently due to her, her policies. And, and if people don't realize that, they need to look into what she has actually done. She's telling you she's done great things. But if you really dig into those great things that she's done, they're only great for her, not for New Mexicans. Right. Anyway. Right. Exercising my free speech right there. You go, girl. <laughs> oh my God! Here comes the the free speech patrol. <laughs> She's right here. Haul her away. We'll have to call Gerald Gerald Madrid to bond you out of jail. Oh, I got his number in my back standing. pocket. That's good. We need last man standing. Right? Yes, right. Right. That's right. We're back. <laughs> yes. Closing words. You know. Comment. It's been really good to have you here, Bud, because this is this is a subject that is not being addressed a lot, especially here in New Mexico. And and we need people to know that they have the right to say what they want to say and not be offended and not uh, not worry about offending other people. If it needs to be said, you need to say it. You know, if a child needs to be smacked on their bottom, then smack them on the bottom, you know. So say it. Do it. And don't just don't just say things. Get out and do. You know, if you are really concerned about what is going on in this state, get off your potato butt <laughs> off the couch and go do something. There are plenty of organizations and people who are exercising their free speech to try and change this state for the better. Fall in because it's like New Mexico is about to fall out. Bud, closing words and how do we find you? Well, if you want to get involved with us, and like we read the verse, you know, we send out a monthly newsletter. If you want to be part of a hard copy of that, that's so important. Uh, where you can like pass on the, having a piece of pamphlet to give to somebody is so important. You can go to get involved at abortionfreenm.com. You know, click on that. It's all private. If you want to give us your contact information, email, 
um, hard copy address if you want our monthly newsletter get on our alerts and things so if you want to help us end abortion in new mexico visit abortionfreenm.com abortionfreenm.com well thank you bud shaver from abortion free new mexico which is also an advertiser and proud supporter of off the cuff abq sponsor of this show yes totally appreciate that and thank you for um all all of your service ali thank you too thanks for having me here you know i just wanted to, to say if you would like to um, spread a Christmas message. We're going to do that again like we did for Thanksgiving. So um, contact us at abqoffthecuff at gmail.com with the little recording. Even if it's just from your phone, just click yep. on audio and give a shout out to all of New Mexico. And if you're a small business or otherwise would like to promote yourself, you put your address or your domain name or whatever mm -hmm. and send a shout out to New Mexico for this holiday season. So ABQ off the cuff at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you because we really want to get that out. Um, your voice, your messages, your free speech. <sighs> your free speech. Yes. All I want for Christmas is my free speech. Thank you again, Bud Shaver from Abortion Free New Mexico. Shout out to the Shaver kids, Tirza, Eden, Azariah, Mariah, and Enoch. Shout out to the Shaver children. They also serve the great state of New Mexico, and I'm completely happy that I have supporters such as them out there. Supporters of Off the Cuff, ABQ, not for the easily offended. Thanks for riding with me. New Mexico, thank you, Ellie Iniga. You've been a big help to me. I'm happy to have you on air with me. So in closing, in the spirit of all American, love it or leave it, United States of America, don't hate it, love it. Don't leave it, stay. It's the greatest country in the world. It truly is. Here at Off the Cuff ABQ Talk Radio, next level of talk radio, next level of talk radio, not for the easily offended. We believe the strength of our nation lies with the individual and that each person's dignity, freedom, ability, and responsibility must be honored. We believe in equal rights, equal justice, equal opportunity for all. Not for some, but for all. This is what we believe here. We believe in equal rights, equal justice, and equal opportunity for all, regardless of race, creed, sex, age, or disability. We believe that the free enterprise and the encouragement of the individual initiative has brought this nation great opportunity, great economic growth and prosperity. We believe the proper role of government is to provide for the people only those crucial functions that cannot be performed by individual or private organizations, and that the best government, and that the best government, and that the best government is which governs least. We believe the most effective, responsible, and responsive government is government closest to its people that means we the people that means you exist because of us not the other way around we believe americans must retain the principles that have made us strong while developing new and innovative ideas to meet the challenges of changing times we believe americans value and should preserve our national strength and pride while working to extend peace, freedom, and human rights throughout the entire world. This is what, what conservatism is. This is what it means to be conservative. Finally, lastly, but not least, I do believe the Republican Party is the best vehicle for translating, for translating these ideals into positive and successful principles of the government. Thanks for riding with me. My name is Dinah Vargas. You can catch me here Monday through Friday three to four, ride with me. It's a platform for New Mexico. 
for New Mexico, for New Mexicans who have been ignored. Thanks for riding with me. God bless you. God bless me. And God bless the great state of New Mexico. Mm-hmm.